0: Welcome to the Crohn's Corner Podcast, where shit sucks and I hate my guts. I am your host, Dom D'Agostino, a.k.a. the Crohn's Father. It has been a minute. Have you missed me? Uh, This is episode six, if you're counting. Let me just start off by saying... I had surgery yesterday on my ass and I'm on some meds and my voice may be a little raspy and I'm not feeling 100%, but like most Crohn's patients, we never do. Um, So, so much has happened leading up to surgery and August, aka the death month, and this podcast, uh, this episode is um, sort of a life update. And even if you aren't a crony, um, this should be at the very least be entertaining. So let me I'm going to walk you through this last 10 months of this vortex of shit that I have just been enduring. I just feel compelled to share it, you know, and if you just come along this ride with me and stay along with me, um, it will come back full circle, I promise. And um, this may or may not it's emotional but hey i find power and vulnerability and um i've been doing a lot of soul searching a lot of self-discovery among other things um last 10 months there's been a, a breakup um break up and a half um probably the most um stressful and prevalent things was um, getting a promotion for my day job um, which ultimately happened in February so I took on a new role which was very exciting um, but you know it came with more and different responsibilities and um, you know it's something I want to be in like I'm I'm an instructor now I'm a teacher uh, so it's something that I want to be doing and it's something that I enjoy doing but um, it became very real and very fearful um, very quickly you know suddenly it's like this new reality and um, in August I had to um, teach my first week-long class, and um, we're going to get into that in a minute. But to um, so all of that, plus you know, I had some family issues going on. I had car issues. I was coaching my niece's um, flag football team. I was also I'm also now coaching my son's soccer team. He's three, so their three and four year olds, it's basically um, herding cats. You know, not to mention my side gigs as DJing, weddings, and trivia. Uh, We've been potty training, and side note, my son is officially, well, we'll say 98.3% potty trained. Um, And let me tell you, although it was a group effort, while the family was involved, um, this has been... It is my favorite feat. My it is. I feel it is my greatest achievement in the thirty years of young life so far. I'm very proud of the fact that he's body trained now. So all of that and everything that's transpired over the last ten months, I believe, has brought us here and the perfect time to do an episode. Um, so I often joke, and I think I've joked on or mentioned on here that. I have surgery every six to eight months, it seems, on the same thing, and it's like insanity, but um, the last surgery I had and the last time you heard from me, I believe, was in November. All of this vortex of shit that's going on, I can feel this pain creeping up, and I'm like, hey, I think it's time. Something's going on here. Um, Wasn't super bothersome. Also, just too busy to even really, you know, contact the doctor for real. But, um, um, yeah, so <laughs> just, uh, I have to share this, my chart exchange because it was a Sunday afternoon and I finally got around to messaging my doctor and uh, my subject line said, it's about that time. And I said, Hey guys, um, it's been, I don't know, six months or so feel something creeping up. Uh, I think we should probably look at it and, They responded within like 12 hours. Um, honestly, you know, my first thing Monday morning, they responded and said, Hey, Dom, we were just talking about you Friday and that we haven't heard from you in a while. (laughs) So, um, it's sad that I get a kick out of that, but it's almost like they could just tell. Um, also, perfect time to do my podcast because maybe you've seen my semi viral TikTok. Um which just put the icing on the cake for the month of August. Um but like anything I use anything bad happening as good. Um but that's a little foreshadow, we'll get to that in a moment. But if you do want to look at the TikTok and maybe you're not driving or you wanna check it out for later, bookmark it at the Dom Perion on TikTok. It's also on um, you've probably seen it on my Instagram as well, but no big deal. It's been at like two hundred thousand views. <clears throat> um But, uh, so yeah, I, uh, just had surgery. Like I said yesterday, um, they put another drain Ton in and made another incision. So, um, I feel quite probed if you will, but we're going to get through this podcast sitting down together. Um, anyways, let's back up a little bit. So, um, part of that soul searching and self-discovery that I was mentioning, um, I've concluded a few things and you know, i'm still learning every day it's one of my favorite quotes everyone is learning every day and i think what i'm starting to understand clearer now than maybe i didn't it wasn't as clear before um people buy into brands or people buy into companies people buy into content um maybe not for the content but for the person perhaps like you know the the, the individual and it is my belief um you know that My story, and especially this one, um, can resonate with anyone, particularly if you've been going through a tough time, or have gone through a tough time, or maybe just need some entertainment value, or need to feel something like, hey, this dude's life sucks, and mine's okay, you know, hey, that's okay, but through this time, I've I've paid attention to who inspires me, um, and what matters to me and what has what gets what what drives me, you know and I read t- or I listened to two audiobooks from Tim Grover who was the trainer for Michael Jordan and Kobe and um, I also listened to David Goggins' book and I listened to some of his um, interviews and things and I think all of that's really had an effect on me when I can sit down and like Kobe says, be still I've sort of developed some of these Mentalities, and um, I found myself challenging myself again, and um, and with those types of mentalities, I've learned um, something about myself that I'm finally learning to accept at the surface, and it's that my obsession is having a global impact, and I mean that by <laughs> I want to help people, obviously, right, and I want to do that by Selfishly, some recognition. Okay, so maybe it's through my podcast, or maybe it's through TikTok videos, or maybe I've invented something. <clears throat> um, doesn't matter. I, I. It is my belief and my dream to develop a, a platform for myself to where I can then um, give back. Okay, on a, on a very large scale. All right. So that's what drives me. Right, and. I used to think something was wrong with me for thinking that way. Um, but I hate to reference TikTok, but I watched the video and um, it's like a little seven second one, right? And this dude was like, I'm done denying my greatness. And uh, I'm going to get to this later, but it's like, it'll, I'll get to it later. But. So I'm following through with, with what I want to do. And some hurdles that come into the way and some resistance is imposter syndrome. And I think I've talked about it before on here, but imposter syndrome is so prevalent for this episode, and here's why. And eventually, I will get a medical professional on here to talk about some of this stuff. Right now, I don't have the capacity to take all that in right now. But, um, so you know, initially doing this podcast, I, you know, I put out a couple episodes, four or five, and my immediate gratification is fulfilled because, uh, I'm going to read this quote from Rick Rubin. You are 100% successful as soon as you send your project off into the world, regardless of how it is perceived. So initially, you know, I put those episodes out. I'm happy. I think I'm really doing this, right? I put my biggest vulnerabilities out there and, you know, I'm getting messages a few times a week, people telling me and opening up to me and sharing their stories. And, um, you know, I would get texts from friends saying, you know, how well it sounds and, how good my podcast is and I really got something here and I tell myself that they're just my friends and they're just being nice and that they're just being encouraging. And, you know, it's not like real. Right. So, um, that's when the imposter imposter syndrome comes in and here's how I think it plays out. Right. So, uh, I get the feedback and I look over the stats and I can see all these different countries that have tuned in and listened and, um, You know, over two dozen countries have tuned in to my podcast. And that's pretty freaking cool, right? And I've touched on denial on here as well on previous podcasts, but I actually said this out loud to someone. So sorry, I get like I get fired up about this, right? Like it makes me emotional. So um but my boss at my day job was like legitimately asking me about my podcast and um I sort of like I was excited and I was explaining about all these different countries listening and um I had some momentum but it was immediately followed by self doubt and I, I said this out loud, you know, right after the country. I said, Yeah, they're probably just bots. They're probably just bots listening to the podcast and that's why my numbers are up. Not that they're like great numbers, you know what I'm saying? That's the other thing. It's not like they're astronomical numbers, they're like very basic numbers, right? And I know it's not gonna happen overnight either, you know what I mean? So it's like you know, one day at a time, one podcast at a time. But I said out loud that they're just bots and he was like, no, dude, like that's probably people wanting to listen to your podcast. Um, I mean, he was genuinely interested in the next one coming out, you know what I mean? So, but it's hard for me to actually believe that. And then more recently, right, um, I had an Uber ride and this dude was super cool i wish i could remember exactly what he said about greatness he said something like oh, don't be scared of your great something like ah. it was very it was very prolific but i had a couple of drinks that's why i was ubering so i don't when i make it i hope he reaches out to me and he tells me what he says but um i was talking to him about the i don't we started talking about the podcast he was a very chill dude and he was like He'd asked me like what a what a successful podcast is to me. And I had talking to him, I mentioned like the bots. And um his response was so eye-opening to me because he was like, Bro, why would bots be tuning in and listening to you talk about your butts and guts and shit? And I was like, Okay, dude, good point. <laughs> so and again, it's not, these numbers are very small, you know? And but to his question, you know, he asked me, what what's my opinion of a successful podcast? And for me, that's difficult, right? Because I opened this, I, I wanted this podcast just to provide an open space, a safe space. I want to inspire others, you know, give somebody some confidence if they're dealing with invisible illnesses or they have a bag or maybe they're a younger person going through Crohn's disease just got diagnosed, like, and of course it's therapeutic for me too, but like, so my I broke it down into three levels. The base level of my definition of a successful podcast is just having impact, not global, just an impact helping somebody. So I was already I was already exceeding that level of, of success, right? Because I was getting those messages and I was getting, I felt like I was helping more than one person, you know. So that's very cool. Um, my mid-level version or definition <laughs> of A successful podcast is having a sponsored ad and that's actually how I answered it and I said I think having a getting in sponsored ads having having someone pay me because they believe in my podcast and they or they believe in my content or they believe it's helping somebody um it doesn't have to be a lot of money just a paid ad I think that is success and then my high level success and this is what I have a difficult time saying out loud because anybody who creates content, or I don't care who you are, if you have a social media account and you have a TikTok, you're you're posting that to the globe You with probably the hopes of going viral. And if you're not, you're lying to yourself. Some people just post some things, okay, whatever. But, you know, with my pot, I mean, I want it all, man. Like, I want to be in the top charts. Um, you know, I have a shoot for the moon mentality, but... Especially with a niche subject like Crohn's disease, you know, I totally understand that that's not going to happen overnight. Something I strongly believe in is just like just starting, like just doing it. Um, that's why, you know, none of, none, of, none of these episodes are perfect, but I'll, I'll reference, um, I think it was, I think it's been a, a Reddit post or maybe you've seen like the Simpsons meme, like the first drawings of the Simpsons compared to now and they were trash. And now they're like, you know, they're like legit now or whatever. But when they started, it was trash. But they just started and now look at it. You know what I mean? It's like the longest running animation cartoon or whatever. I I don't know, whatever. But don't quote me on that. But so I understand that I don't just put out a few episodes and it becomes an overnight success. I'm very conscious of that. Um, But even with just a few episodes of put out, like I could see the path. I could see it working. Um, You know, it was everything I believed in for the podcast was unfolding before my eyes. I was getting the um, recognition. I was getting the positive feedback. It was slow, but I understand that it's a process, but I think when you, when you combine the imposter syndrome and then just the traditional self doubt, like I got scared, like, and so I put it on the back burner um, and, you know, with just like the daily grind of being a busy single parent and a coach and working side gigs and, like I said, maybe you're maybe not inventing something on the side. It's easy to get lost in the sauce. And I think that's what's kept me away from doing podcasts. I've just been lost in the sauce and I've just been overwhelmed. And I sort of fell into a rut, you know, sort of been like caught into a cycle. And um, like I said, I'm, I'm sure a mental health professional would like to talk. I mean, would like to um, mention like Crohn's and um anxiety and depression and having a bag and a stoma and stuff like that there's all kinds of facts that you would like to hear but i don't have those in front of me and that's a whole other episode in the pull my boot my pull myself up by the bootstraps mentality you know that i have and that like i told you like I've um david goggins i feel like has been in my if you don't know david goggins you should look it up but he's been like in my subconscious right and i keep I, I feel like i've been asking myself like what am i doing where am i going Who am I? Like, I expect so much more out of myself. You know, like, I am destined for great things. I'm like, I'm destined for greatness. Like, that's what I believe. I've always believed that. And I'm starting to wake back up, right? And follow that pursuit again. And part of that has been running. So, like, middle of July, I got a hair at my butt and I started thinking back about David Goggins and my subconscious. And, you know, he's always talking about reprogramming your mind and calluses of the mind. And, So I thought to myself, like, let's start running. And I hate running, right? I hate it. But I said to myself, if I I can grow to obsess with it and add it to my repertoire, my routine, and my character, you know, if you will, as a result, I will be able to break through these self-barriers, right? So I like, my biggest weakness is self-discipline. It always has been, right? Um, It's been a crutch of mine. And so I'm like, I got to fix that lack of of self-discipline so i have been on a mission i have set out on a mission to do just that and um i believe i turned on a switch and just being conscious of that mindset i think helps and and it has a trickle down effect right and i can start to see it happen um so i hurt my ankle for like a week or two right because i think it was just because my body was like dude you're not used to running this much uh what are you doing we kind of hurt so i had to take like a week and a half off or two weeks off right um and through all this nonsense right I've, i've kept up my running in august and the death month right and mind you i can only run when i don't have my son which is a lot but so i have to pick and choose when i can run but it's getting to the point now where it's like if i don't have him if i have an opportunity to run i'm running which is which is awesome right and i've noticed Like I've started to run against myself and I've noticed the conversations in my head change from like, you know, like I can't do it. I want to walk to like one more mile, like one more mile. Um, Let's do three miles in under 30 minutes. Like, and I'm battling with myself on these runs and I keep telling myself and what the common denominator with myself is like, it is the belief that I will finish this. It is the belief that I will make it. So therefore I will. And so now I have like a new mindset, man. And I'm, 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 I'm rebuilding this character of, of not who I want to become, but who I believe I already am. Right. And then, so August hits, man. And it's, has been, um, the toughest month time of my life. Right. And I'm going to do my best to like, not undersell this. Right. Um, this has been worse than my divorce, right? Um, shout out to my ex-wife. Um, but so keep in mind, right? Um, we're gonna go down like we're gonna go down this path of August, and mind you, I don't even feel a hundred percent because I feel like this pain creeping up, right? And um, I knew I was due for surgery, but like I said, I just had too much going on, and and we've talked about stress on here about how much stress can affect the body and disease for that for that matter, but now. Um, oh, Stress can be so harmful, right? So it all makes sense why this is creeping up. Um, and so <sighs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to paint this picture as best I can, right? So the second week of August, which is August 8th through the 12th, I had to teach my first week-long class. And just, and just into perspective, like just to put into perspective for you, this is my mindset, okay, with my imposter syndrome at my day job that I already believe that I don't belong there. And this week is big. Like I have to I have to prove myself. I have to prove my worthiness of this promotion that I so desperately thought I deserved and needed. And don't get me wrong, my boss and my coworkers are very supportive and very they would not let me fall on my face, right? Like they would you know what I'm saying? But in my mind, it's all on the line here. Like everything's on the line here. Like if I screw this up, if I fall on my face, like my cover is blown, like I am exposed. Um, My imposter syndrome was just, you know, it was taking over. (laughs) And also the first week of August, um, my son, three-year-old soccer starts, and I'm coaching it. And it's Tuesdays and Thursdays from 7 to 8 p.m., which disrupts his routine. And it's late, and it adds and compounds for the next ensuing weeks. And i um, going to back up just a smidge because this is really when the snowball starts to pick up for this death month of August. <laughs> I can't help but just laugh about it. Um, July 29th, it's a Friday, right? I go, to, I go to my mail and I open it, which is weird because I don't always open my mail, right? I usually just chuck it in, into a stack and I'll open it later, but something came over me and I opened this letter and it was from my car insurance company we'll call it company a okay for legal purposes right and i was sort of i think i i opened this letter because i was expecting good news right because um through all this nonsense i had to get a new car a new car to me and my car insurance company was like, oh, cool. Hey, thanks for the update. By the way, it's going to be like 15 bucks a month less than what you're paying now. I'm like, sweet, right? So I opened this letter thinking it's going to be like a confirmation of a lower bill. Nope. It was 55 bucks more a month than what I was anticipating. So I'm like shocked. Um, and it's Friday. I'm like, dude, that's not cool. So I call the company and they explain that... Um, I got a moving violation ticket 10 months ago. Okay, I ran a red light in November and they decided to punish me now, right? And I was like, okay, well, I've been a customer for a while. I have a lot of accounts with you guys. Um, surely you can work with me here. Um, otherwise, I'm gonna shop around because I simply cannot afford that, right? I'm a struggling single father, as it is. Um, they basically tell me to get lost. Dude was kind of an asshole, by the way, um, but I'm not going to tell the company name. But if you check my Twitter. <clears throat> <clears throat> so I call Company B, who I like a lot. I had previously, before I went to Company A, and they welcomed me back with open arms, and they saved me 85 bucks a month just by making the switch. Same coverage. They ask if I want to switch over my homeowner's insurance as well. And me, being the petty self, I am, and, and I understand I'm just a drop in the, the butt. I understand that one 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 account lost is not going to affect you know this multi million dollar company, but I said let's go for it, right? So I log into my mortgage account to get my loan number and I noticed that my next upcoming mortgage payment is five hundred and fifty dollars more than I'm already struggling to pay. My taxes were raised. From sixteen hundred bucks a year to forty-five hundred bucks a year, and I guess I should have done my homework a long time ago. But so, um, not to mention, um, I don't know about where you all live, but in my area, everyone's utility bills have skyrocketed. Most have doubled, some have tripled. Mine has been sort of in the middle of that. Um again i'm already a struggling father and this is crazy man so i go into the weekend absolutely dead flat and i actually had to work that friday night and normally it was supposed to be with my father but he left me hanging i love you pop but he left me hanging um went out to california i mean granted he was helping um our family whatever but he had facetimed me right before i go in from the beach in california bro i was hot I love you, Pop. But I was hot, dude. I was like, dude, my world is over here melting down in Ohio. I'm going to work alone, solo-dolo. You're supposed to be here. You're not. And this is all a week before the most prolific week of my professional career, mind you. Right? So um, that the following Monday, which is now August 1st, we're now one week away, I get my mail again. And I open it. And okay, before I say this, I know it's different now, but in real time, I opened the letter and it was student loan information saying that they're gonna start back up in September. 260 bucks a month. So you do the math, I do the math. I had to come up with like an extra thousand bucks, twelve hundred bucks a month just to live. Just to live. Not including food for my son or me. Um so I make the decision to put my house on the market and downsize which you know it's been very difficult for me all right um uh, you know I love my neighbors I love my neighborhood Um, the school district even though it's sort of in shambles right now um, I love the area Um, you know it's a new house it was just built two years ago there's no problems I'm not a handyman so if something goes wrong I can't fix it I got warranties for that stuff uh, the preschool is here. His sock, my son's soccer stuff is here, um, and my pride, right? My pride. Um, and this is all happening a week before the biggest week of my professional career, and I cannot understand how much pressure I'm under. So, uh, I plan to go into. Um, I decided to put an offer in on a house on a Thursday and I put the offer in on the house it's contingent on my house selling so I immediately had to put my house on the market so that Saturday um, that following Saturday my offer was accepted since it was accepted I immediately found a sitter for my son which I felt horrible about but I had, I dropped him off and I went ham cleaning went to Home Depot cleaned him out on magic erasers bought a bunch of cleaning supplies scrubbed and scrubbed and scrubbed like a scrub daddy um, all my son's artwork off the walls. All his pencils and marker drawings. All of the scuffs. um, Had to clean bathrooms. Had to clean toilets. Had to shine up a bunch of stuff. Get all the toys out of the way. I have never sweated so much from cleaning in my entire life. And I'm supposed to prep to teach for the biggest week of my professional career. So, I knock it out the park. I get my house ready, uh, to my surprise, it looked great, um, I had to get, I had 72 hours, because pictures were scheduled Tuesday, to get my house listed, so it was a Saturday, mid-Saturday, I dropped my son off, Tuesday, pictures gotta be, my house has to be ready for pictures, and Monday, I'm teaching, so, and mind you, um, so Tuesday, Tuesday comes, okay, um, and I get a text from my son's mother. Mind you, I had sitters lined up for the week because I knew how important this week was. Right. And so there's an issue. I'm not going to get into it, but she needs to bring him home early. Thus resulting in me um, losing my arranged sitters. They no longer wanted to take him because of exposure to said issue. So now I'm out a sitter for the week and I have to teach this class virtually with a toddler in my house and it's just him and me. My phone was blowing up with questions from my realtor and this and that. Um, I still had to work my side gigs. I had to work trivia on Monday. Then on Tuesday, my son's had soccer practice and I had a preschool meeting. I had open houses and showings. And let me just touch on showings. Anybody who has sold a house If you have, first of all, if you have pets, I don't envy you. But if you have little ones and you're working from home and you have to draw at the top of a hat, get your house ready to leave and leave for a showing or an open house, it has been the most intense, crazy time of my life. And okay, so we got through the week, right? To his credit, man, to Reese's credit, he's a three-year-old. We handled the week like some fucking gentlemen. Okay. And getting through that week together, I just kept telling myself, like, if we can get through this, if I can get through this, there's nothing else that can get in our way. There's nothing else that will stop us. Like, if I can get through this week, I will prevail. And this is like, this goes back to me running. And when people ask me, how do I do it? How can I handle it all? And it's just like, it is the belief that I can do it therefore i will finish i know i'm capable of it right and and that's what drives me right unapologetic relentlessness and perseverance right like if i can get through that turbulent week and 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 uh, so i get through that turbulent week and things begin to settle but they didn't so that's when i reached out to my doctor and um, basically, got scheduled for surgery right away, right? Well, not right away. Well, I went there on a Monday. They tried to do it the very next day on Tuesday, but the hospital said no, right? Um, so I get scheduled for surgery. And then um, I get a buyer for my house. Okay, so I'm thinking everything's in the clear, right? I get a buyer um, where I'm going to be able to close in time for my other house and everything's going to work out, right? But this is August. This is the death month. No, it's not going to happen like that. Um, mind you, again, my house is two years old. Not even. It's almost. It's not even two years old. And um, I'm not going to get into details for legal reasons and despair you all the details. But there is an. There was an isu- There's an issue with part of the house. Okay, and it's. I would say it's a non-issue. I mean it really is a non-issue. All right. Point is it's getting fixed, right? And it's it's all good, right? But when I tell you this roller coaster of a ride that I have been on, it's like one day my house is sold and I'm good. Everything's in the clear. I'm gonna get my new house. We're gonna make this transition. Okay, the next day, everything's on fire and I don't have I don't have a house to go to. My house is no longer going to be sold. I'm back to square one. I have to get ready for more showings. And let me just tell you, it has been a nightmare, a literal nightmare that I cannot wake up from. And I wish that I could tell you that it ends here. Like I I wish I could tell you that this ends here, but I'm going to bring back my TikTok again um, because this is the icing on the cake to my month. So if you haven't seen my TikTok by now, um, that I'm referencing now, um, through all of this, um, I randomly decide to take a night for myself, um, which I seldomly do because I don't like asking for babysitters unless I'm working. And like, I can literally, I think count on one hand, how many times I've asked somebody to watch my son so I can do something like for myself. It's always for work. I like hang out with my son, you know, so I don't like doing stuff without him, but I decided that I deserved a night out. All right. And shout to Nana and George, they came through clutch, and they said they'd keep him overnight, so, um, I go see a lady, and I go on a little date, you know, we had some, um, had some pizza, we had some insomnia cookies, we watched a movie, like, it was chill, right, it was awesome, things get a little spicy, you know what I'm saying, had a drink or two, you know what I'm saying, um, we decide to, <clears throat> you know, well, you know what I'm saying, so after some passionate, and intense you know body movements <laughs> we take a little rest period if you will a little time out and i go to the bathroom check on my bag and this is anybody's worst nightmare as you have an me bag right this has got to be i wear these little um well if you're watching you can kind of see i, I wear like okay <clears throat> these little like i call them sex bands okay so it keeps everything kind of harnessed together. It gives me a little extra support, right? I actually bought them during COVID and they're actually like those net gaiters, right? But at the time I was skinning up that where it fits over my over my waist and it keeps everything together and a little less ugly for sexy time when my shirt's off because it's also a very self-conscious thing of mine. <clears throat> so I lift, I, I remove the strap, I lift it up and I press on the bag and my hand becomes covered with shit and i'm like sweet right my bag my bag gets covered with shit some of it falls down to the ground it wasn't a huge mess right but in my head i'm freaking out like oh is it on the couch is it on her like is it on my shirt is it anywhere else and mind you this special lady um has been around my health condition for quite some time now right so it wasn't like a huge deal for her like it wasn't like a shock thing so luckily for me like that was cool but i had to walk out of the bathroom buck naked and you know be like hey i gotta go and she's like "Huh?" i'm like my bag um it's broke (laughs) and bless her heart (laughs) she offered me an elmer's glue stick which mind you is not a bad suggestion because i almost i have some if you know what if you know you know but I almost brought my kit with me at the last minute, but I didn't. And I was looking for my paste, and it's the stuff that you can put on if you're worried that it's, like, if you need extra support or if you get, like, a leak or a bubble, you can put this stuff down, and it works really well. And mind you, I had ran um, four, I think, over four miles that day, and I had sweated a lot. So, and then sexy time, and it was, like, hot outside. (laughs) Um yeah, it was uh it was not cool, man. It was my worst Crohn's nightmare of my life. Um but man, I went through it and I can laugh about it. You have to. So I hope you can find some laughter in it. You can laugh with me. It's fine. Um uh, but it's like midnight, you know, and I got to drive home and I'm thinking to myself like I'm spending the night in the shower. I'm spending the night in the bathtub cuz I had eaten a bunch of pizza, some cookies, like I said, I had a beer or two. And, um, I thought for sure it was just going to be spewing out the whole night, but like always I found a way. And so this is, this is like how I want to end this. Right. So I can, can, get through that turbulent month, that crazy death month. Right. And I've just had some time to reflect, you know, with the running and everything. And, um, that leads me into my closing regards of this podcast and it's been the underlying thing that that drives me um or that's driving this podcast which if i haven't said already shout out to my group chat they've this this is dedicated to them people are always asking me and saying to me like i don't know how you do it dom you know it's amazing you keep such a positive attitude and such a positive spirit um you know through everything that you're going through and you got so much going on how do you keep up with it all and stuff and it's two reasons. Two reasons. One, I know it's coming. It is the belief that I will get through all of this because I know it's coming. Everything I believe in, everything I believe that I deserve, everything that I think is coming, everyone, everything that I expect is coming. It's on its way. I believe that when I get through this turbulent time, when I and it's close, you know, you got to all of this is sharpening my my tools and skill sets and just making me as David Goggins would say, stay hard, right? It's making me hard, right? Not in a weird way. Um and number two, I'm just built different. Okay? Humble has never really been a part of my brand. Shout out to Joy Taylor. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Until next episode. Um, this should be on YouTube. This should be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, thank you so much for listening if you got to the end. Um, and it's just me on here, so Um, From the bottom of my heart, if you made it to the end, if you click play, thank you so much. Um, We'll see you next time.